This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeff Gardner. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have our good neighbor, Tara Javdini, on the show, and she runs a High Five Esteem Center for Kids. Tara, how are you today? Hi, good. Thank you. What about okay. you? I'm doing very well. I'm happy to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love doing this kind of stuff. Uh, as I was talking to you before about it, getting um, educators out there, especially for the youth, for all ages, but especially for the youth, really important to, uh, to helping our young ones uh, grow that character and that mentality. But I'd like to dive right into your story about your business. So if you can tell the audience about your business. What is it you do, Tara? Okay, uh, thank you, Jeff, um, for having me for this podcast. It's I think that we really need the, the businesses need sometimes to talk about their businesses or the the whatever the people behind it, and it is a right place and right time. Uh, yes, uh, High Five, as you know, it's a team based center in uh, Newmarket. We are located in Newmarket, and it is the uh, we are after school programs for the kids, school age kids, and we are offering different programs uh, like the classes, after school program, camps, classes, workshops, and we are STEAM based, hands on STEAM based. It means that everything is, uh, we are believing in learning in actions. So the kids come in to learn through the actions and we are um, uh, learning all of these concepts by uh, based on steam and uh, do you want to go through more steams or just well I, I was just about to ask you so when you say esteem what does that mean when they do uh when the school is based on esteem what does that mean okay steam uh the word steam means science technology engineering art and mathematics there are the five core concepts that we believe that in future jobs most of the jobs are related to these five concepts so that from the very early ages the kids really need to know about these concepts because um in in past they were they were like a different um you know islands this concept what but right now in uh, modern uh, educations we are thinking that these concepts are related to each other and we find and we're trying to um, educate the, the new generations that um, learn this concept and try to be creative out of these five concepts. Uh, most of the centers are STEM based, that the STEM doesn't have art. We added art because I personally think that it, it has a very crucial role in uh, everybody's life, especially in future. Uh, so it is esteemed that art is one part of them. And um, as a STEAM center, we have all of, we try to have all of these um, programs, but all of them action-based. Okay, so can you list the, um, can you break down the acronym again? So STEAM stands for what? STEAM stands for science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. Beautiful. Okay, yeah. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. You can't that find any you. jobs out of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can build up those skills, those are universal skills that'll take yeah. you all over the world. Exactly. Um, so a little bit about you, Tara, as the audience is not only looking to find out more about your business, but you personally, so they can connect with you, get behind your cause um, and see how it's valuable to them. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Like, how did you get into this? Why did you get into this? <laughs> yeah, Building a business is tough. Building an education <laughs> center is difficult. So yeah, how, exactly. why, how and why did you do it? 
Yeah, exactly. I, it is my journey. It's uh, it's the things that I really like to talk about this because I wasn't into the uh, in this. I never see myself as a business owner of this sentence. Never ever, uh, even ten years ago. Uh, so I, my background is a science, and I, I was a researcher for years at the university level. So um, I have I have uh, two masters, and all of them in science. I have a master of biochemistry. And the second master in molecular biology, it was from the University of Montreal. And whenever I graduated from uh, the University of Montreal, it was right um, at the same time as my second child was born. I'm a mom of two. So um, I, I was a kind of mom. So it's very following my kids' educations, the concepts. I try to be present in all the educationals and if they have any meeting or uh, at school or daycares whatever i was a kind of uh these moms that was curious about everything so whenever my second child came and uh, i was um, i was at the university i just i just graduated and i wanted to back to the uh, to the field of uh, science and working in a lab because i was a lab researcher for years before and my experience was that in the molecular biology and genetics and it was so complicated Anyway, um, at the same time, um, um, I couldn't go. Whenever I get pregnant, I didn't have a chance to go because I, I needed time. Then my, I had a baby. I needed time to be with my baby. And this life balance, it was really challenging. I have a six years old and a baby. And then we moved to Toronto at the same time. My husband's still working in Montreal and I should take care of them. So there was a gap between graduating and start over my uh, back into the lab. And during this time, I was a freelance um, editor for a magazine. I had collaboration with um, um, with uh, um, uh, uh, one other organizations and I do research at home. Uh, the concept of work from home from the researchers doesn't make sense, especially before pandemic. It was so weird, but I tried to just be connected. And I did mostly the research uh, researchers. And I have some articles that at that time I could uh, publish. Uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, uh, after a while, because the other passion that I like was art. I met one of my friends that both of us was had a science background in art. And I was trying to back to the work. And at the same time, she uh, she said, um, you have kids, you're into it, you open, uh, you did lots of things for them, you uh, with the friends when they are together, you did many fun things. And, uh, I, I, and I, as a mom, I tried always to transfer my knowledge, whatever it was, to the kids. For example, I, my background is in nanotechnology. I remember that I have a book about the nanotechnology. I tried to, to teach my older um, daughter about that one. And it was interesting for me that a very elaborative and big concept, how can he explain these ones to the little ones? So whenever I talked with my friend, I said, okay, we both know arts and we both are in the science. Let's do some things for the kids. You have time and you are looking for um, some things. Let's have some workshop. So we gather some family friends and the kids at the same age and start doing a workshop with them at home and then uh, we rent a place, a birthday room in Newmarket and ask eight kids to come in. And I know at that time, I knew, uh, I, my school was photography, um, science. I was, I, I was cooking because I like cooking and I did, um, and science for sure. So with this four concepts, we're starting um, opening up these workshops and officially. 
and we invite them. They come in, they pay us, and we could pay the rent of the rooms. I remember that it was just $50 per hour, and we were so happy that's not too much money. And we did photography, we did cooking. I remember we, and we have um, a, a, the, the, a concept of the colors in the science. It was so good and the kids were happy and the parents said, oh, you did awesome. We never had this ones. And after that, me and my friend said, okay, maybe we can work on this. Why? And she said, why are you looking for some things in the morning? And you are, I know that you don't want to put your kids in the after school program for a long time and be away because I should work in downtown. I live in Newmarket. I said, okay, let's do some things in the afternoon. And we find a place and we sublease a place month to month basis. And, uh, and ask, okay, let's try it. Let's learn the kids' art. Let's mix art with science, how it can, because we mix a different concept together at that time. Uh, I know that the kids like, for example, the, uh, the uh, to mixing the colors and make some things. I said, okay, it's a chromatography in science. It means chromatography. So why learn this concept through these ones? Let's put a, nap, uh, a napkin and then the color we go and they see these colors will separate this surprise. But it is the concept is in the science is so, um, and they use this concept in the science. And anyway, uh, little by little, I go through the STEM concept and said, oh, okay, already there's some concepts, some scientists work on it, some educators and, and some education centers, they use it. Let's go through this one. And I educate myself because as a researcher, you, you the, the only skills that you're so good is research. And my business right now is that whenever I have any, any things, I know how to search about it, how to find the information that they need and, um, you know, summarize it for me and learn it so fast. It was the skills that I learned uh, yeah. during my education. So um, it, it, it works. I, I, I go yeah. through them. It was good. Little by little, I learned from the kids. The, the, I, I, I transfer my knowledge to them and then ask other people to join us. And uh, I five born in 2019 in this way. <laughs> beautiful. It's a beautiful story. So if I got this right, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a business owner, a couple of master's degrees, scientist, researcher. You like art. art. <laughs> yes, and art. It's beautiful. I appreciate you sharing that. Something that I'm quite curious about is... Can you tell us, me, the audience, if there's any myths or myths, misconceptions that people think about when it comes to your business or your industry? Is there anything out there that people have in their head that they believe to be as true, but is maybe incorrect? Any misconceptions? Yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, I can say that about the businesses, whenever you you have a business that with the kids, you have two clients, the parents and the kids. So one of them pay you the other ones give uh, you give the services so i have technically two clients that i should satisfy them both and um, whenever the kids come in um they're for the kids i don't know for the parents who have a kids they know that they have many things around their minds it's they are different they're thinking differently and they live differently so whenever they come in uh, they, 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 it will take time to understand what is it, to make a friend, to feel comfortable. To, at the first time, they're just curious and they're just scanning all around. And it takes a time to, for them to settle down, do activity and go. But the parents, the customers that pay me, uh, they are looking for the very fast and immediate results. 
and they're not patient enough to let, give the kids time to go through the concept, to understand it, and then have a connection, make a connection with this one. It happened for me that after one day camp, the parents come in and ask you, for example, six years old, how was your day? She said, no, the program was so boring because at that day she couldn't find a friend or the activity she was shy and couldn't go through that and didn't touch even uh, the items. But I think that edu education is, time is very important in education. The parents should be patient whenever they choose any programs for the kids and the kids come in and said, no, uh, this is, I didn't like it. I, it wasn't good. Or vice versa, it comes and they find the friends and friends that come in and they're so excited. They doesn't like robotic, but because of the friend is in this program, they said, yeah, I like it, but they, they, they can't have a result. But we should give the kids time and us time because we need the time to go through the, the journey of the learning and especially because we are hands-on learning and we are uh, all the time trying to keep the uh, creativity of the kids. We are not going to copy paste. We are not looking for this concept. Our center's name was Creative Initiative Center because um, the, the, the first concept that we are looking is to let the kids to create their own. We are not looking for copying each other. Whenever we have art classes or anything, so we said, okay, don't look at each other. Try to focus on whatever you want. It will take time. And the parents see the result maybe they take home, I don't know, a pottery that it's not, it's a, it's a rabbit, but it not look like a rabbit. And the reaction is really important at the same time. Okay, so, okay, some, some of the parents said, okay, that's good. And they don't come back because they think that they, are, they can have the result that they were looking for, even after five sessions. But it will take time. The parents yeah. should be patient and let the kids to try and try and try and um, they, they should be sure that it is something here that they can use it in future. Okay, so to just to summarize that real quick for the listeners, for the parents out there, I believe certainly that the best things in life are based on deferred gratification, not instant gratification. And that's basically the message you're putting out there. We're trying to help teach these kids. We're trying to help them mold it on their own, you said, as they take their own actions and you guide them give them the time they need um, as uh, helping educate anybody isn't done in a day. So yeah. I love that. Now I'm going to challenge you to be in a couple of quick sentences. Um, what do you do for fun? Like maybe some bullet points, a couple of things that really resonate with you. I do arts. I can, arts. yes, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I have a group exhibitions, but I don't know I can call myself an artist or not, but I'm uh, art is the um, it, it is right now in a part of my business as well. But whenever I have a time, I do my art. I, my technique is oil and canvas. I'm doing, and I'm enjoying these ones. I um, even for me, I'm trying to, to be a creative. It is not easy as an adult to be creative and do, but I'm trying and I'm enjoying creating and arts. It's Beautiful. a passion. So wonderful. I, I think. You know, I used to, I'm more mathematical. I'm not a scientist, but I do enjoy science. It seems the way that my mind works. I like numbers. They make sense to me. That's the language that I speak. Uh, so I wouldn't have called myself a creative person, but then I came across the mentors that I needed to come across at those stages that I needed to come across them. And they really kind of opened me up to this ability to be creative and how um, calming 
a creative process can be to really let your curiosity kind of grow and whatever it is you're doing, whether it's um, creating something uh, by painting or drawing or creating media or whatever it is, uh, it's now become a practice of mine, although I'm not an artist by any means. It's more for just really allowing my curiosity to flow. Uh, it's been a great practice. So I can totally relate to that. And uh, I think it's great that you do that. On the still on the personal side of things, uh, we, we like to ask our light questions, which is what do you do for fun? And you shared that with us. But something that people really look forward to um, hearing is the challenges in our life, because we all have challenges. The very best of us uh, have challenges. All of us do. So uh, if you'd be willing to share or describe a life challenge or a um, hardship in your life that you had to face, and now that you look back in hindsight, has certainly made you a better person. I look back on this challenge. It may have not been fun at the time, but if I didn't have that challenging moment in my life, I wouldn't be who I am today kind of thing. Is there something you can share with us? Yeah, for sure. Um, as a, as a moms, I have a challenges because the life balance is the first challenges everybody, especially women, have in businesses. Um, it is, uh, it is, uh, it's not really easy. I have a teenager and a kid, and uh, my kids come to my centers all the time to distinguish. It is my business. This is my life. It's not easy, and the the kids' expectation, everything's. It's a big challenge for me, for sure. Uh, into my businesses, the pandemic was a great challenge for me because the business just we open up in 2020 because whenever we open up in 2019, an investor comments like the idea, invest in my business, and we open up this one. It was really risky. It was at the pandemic. Uh, the people's was, I opened this one at the middle of the challenge and uh, from the very first times, uh, it helped me on the other sides to be right now to understand the customers. I worked in the hard times, so I can't do in the in the right right. I can do it in my business was that, but in my personally, this life uh, balance is a it's a big one, and um, it is um, it's not easy to handle because open up a business just whenever it comes to your mind, it's so easy. Just open it up. Let's do this. Let's do that. But behind the scene, there are many, many things that you should take care of that <laughs> yes. you never think about it before. I think that back to 2019 that we opened up with the idea, we come up with the idea. It was so easy. Let's do it. Just let's do a logo and go. But everybody who comes to me, because I, right now I'm a kind of business advisor to some other uh, women, especially for the women, I said, think deeply about this. And uh, don't just be excited about the results. In the, don't imagine that, okay, I can do that. Yes, you can, but you should be aware of all of them. And besides, you have your own life as well, and you're not going to ruin that. So before going that, think about all of the items and be aware of them. Yeah. So pandemic, challenging on the business side. For your personal side, it's the juggling of being a mother, having that schedule, being a uh, being a involved with your family and running the business, those two things that you, you have found have helped you become a better version of yourself, but certainly have been challenging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whenever you miss your, for example, your daughter's meeting, <laughs> because yeah. you have the other thing is business and you can't, yeah, the, the kids is, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not easy. It's not really easy. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, last couple of questions for you here, Tara. Um, what is one thing 
that you wish our listeners knew about your business specifically? Not necessarily about the educational industry, but about you. Maybe something that's different compared to other after-class school programs. Yeah. The things that we are, they make us different from the other programs is the variety of activity that we offer. It is, it is one thing that I really want to talk about is and maybe we have many STEM centers. They are just focusing on robotic and the other centers that they are doing art or whatever. And one of the challenges of, of the business exactly is that the, the, the concept of High Five and our mission is to provide a different programs for the kids. This five STEM, but in the art, we have visual art, we have uh, you know, sometimes we have the actings or other classes. So we have pottery. It's, it's not everything is encoded in that one. And in our center, we offer the different programs. We have five rooms for five different programs. We have science room, art room, robotic room. And we are trying our best for the kids to come in and try the different things and find their passion. All the times, so whenever we offer any camps or programs that it is, for example, a one week, every day they have one programs. So Monday they go to the science and Tuesday trying art and Thursday engineering and then robotic and then every Fridays we have a cooking. So this cooking Friday, too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is <laughs> from the very first day we have cooking and it's one of the enjoyable uh, program for the kids because the reason is that we replace maths and cooking instead of math because we can't do anything. We have to do the games, but the mathematics is mostly uh, we replace them because it was for fun. But at the same time, they learn measuring, they learn weighting. So the concept is still there. Anyway, uh, yes, this variety of the programs is not easy to handle, really. And uh, the kids come, for example, on Monday, they come in, they start science. Most of them say, mm, science. It is art. Some of them thumbs up. Some of them thumbs down. It's robotic. All the boys, yes, yes, I like it. <laughs> but at the end of the week, whatever yeah. they did, I asked them which which program was best. Sometimes the girl said, "I never go to the robotic, but it seems okay." And the boys sometimes they don't want to put their foot into the art room because it's art for the girls. I never want to do it, but. Whenever they had some things, they, they tried. They said, oh, my God, it is uh, the parents surprised that the kids did it. So this is what we are doing. We are we ask all the kids to come try because I believe that the passion comes after trying and challenging. You yeah. can't say, I like mathematics. I like this one. But you never try it. Try it. Okay. After trying, you figure out it's not whatever you are looking for. But we should. And the childhood is the best time for trying everything because... Uh, you you are free of anything. You, your mind is free. So, but behind the scene of this program, this variety, we offer this variety. It seems simple to put them cooking, but behind them, the things that I'm doing, and I really want the audience to know know that it's behind them. We have STEM teachers. It is the question that asked me a lot: Are your teachers ECE? Are your teachers? I said no. My teachers are all STEM educated, like me. I was a scientist that comes to this one. So I know already what happened in the industry, uh, what concept it is. So I, I experienced that. Now I back to the childhood and trying to learn them in this way. For example, whenever we talk about a human body, that's my expertise in the science room. Whenever I told, okay, you look at their hairs, it's like a tree, there is a root, so whatever you eat, come to your hair. This is very simple for them, but sometimes a very complicated concept behind. In engineering, the, the, um, for example, last year we have developed the, uh, the curriculum by the, uh, some engineers in Humber College, they might be a friend of mine. 
In robotic, the same as I have the teachers that designing the program is in the industry and it's, uh, it's actually my husband, that it is the college professor and it's uh, IT man. So he knows already what happened in industry. And whenever we come in the back in Arduino and uh, designing the project, he already knows that how in industry can help be helpful for them. Right. So right. I really not like them to don't look at the covers. The, the concept behind, as a scientist, I try always to have uh, STEM teachers. I call them STEM teachers, but they are mostly yeah. educated ones. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Well, we got a couple more minutes here. Um, last two, well, really the last question. Um, this is one that I'm most curious about. So we only do have a couple minutes left, but what kind of impact are you personally trying to leave on the world by doing what you're doing, Tara? Oh, that's a good question. Um, every parents want to have a happy kids. And um, I, I I'm the same. I want really to impact that the impact, impact that I'm looking for the kids to have it's to enjoy learning. It's really important for the kids to don't think about the education as something that they have to. Something's enjoyable. We we try our best to to mix this fun concepts. For example, slime is so fun, but behind that there is a science. There is it behind thing by doing hands on. And by doing like this, we are trying to make education fun for the kids and learn them that it is for whole life you should learn. It's not just for, for you as a student. For your whole life, you should be flexible to learn new concepts and be flexible to enjoy. I hope that to be able to transfer this. It's beautiful. I mean, really, I know that sounded simple, but if 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 you and whoever else, us as a species, can help people enjoy learning that is a life-changing skill so i love that that is your goal all right tara it was it was a pleasure uh before we wrap up how can people find out about you what's yeah. your address your social media is your phone number yeah yeah for sure we are located in new market it is the only location we have um right now and we are in leslie street is 17680 leslie in new market we will be happy to see the new faces here and for sure you can find it in our website high five that's c-a-h-i-v-e uh, number five that's c-a so you can go go to the website and find about the uh, different programs and even in the social media it's uh with you can find us with at sign high five kids in social media we post regularly whatever we are doing in different programs and uh, simply you can call us at 437-335-5050. I'm Tara and I really like to learn about the peoples around me, listen about them and help them through the journey of education of the kids. Beautiful. Well, I really appreciate you having on the show, uh, Tara, and thank you for sharing all that you did. And uh, personally, my takeaway is that impact. Uh, I'm happy that you're out there doing that. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. And uh, uh, I, it was really a good time for me. I enjoyed that as well. Pleasure. I'm happy to hear that. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Midhurst. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmidhurst.com. That's gnpmidhurst.com. Or call 705-413-3775.